So here we are. It's me and Owen from Provincial State of Mind. We're doing this along with Tom and Owen on this one. And we're looking at Leinster versus Munster from the 2006 Heineken Cup final. And we're actually looking at the. We're going right from the start of the final this time. So, Owen, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm delighted to be looking back at this game. This is one of my favorite games. I was at, I was actually <laughs> yes. at this game. I was as well. Um, I can still kind of feel the sunstroke because I I'm do feel same. it was sunstroke that I had. I, I was in the South Terrace and the way the sun was coming across, I only got sunburn on one side of my face. So I had I had the sunglasses, sort of the line of the sunglasses burnt into, etched into the side of my head. Looking like a James Bond villain. L- <laughs> looking at the monster team here. Freddie Pucciarello started this game. I'd forgotten Mark, that. Mark, Marcus Horn was late withdrawal, I think, or something. He was injured, he? I think, during the week. Yeah. And Pucciarello came in. I completely forgot that. Um, I'm just looking at the team there. Everybody knows this team, I would imagine. Pucciarello, Flannery, Hayes, Kylan O'Connell, Leamy Foley-Wallace, Stringer O'Gara, Halstead Kelly, Dowling, Payne, Horgan. Look, I think 2006, I think we, that that team has been etched into people's head spaces, I would say. But the benches were interesting. They're coming up here now. Um, Roach. You will call it a day at the end Who's of this season Steve for Munster. Stephen Keogh is Leinster bound. Like, and Keogh there ended up actually playing for Leinster for a few years, I think, on the Munster yeah. bench. Um, and Tomas O'Leary there, number 22. And yeah. I did a quick watch through of this game beforehand. Now, at the moment here, they're playing the president's anthem there's Mary McAleese again I can, when I went back looking at this I was just like oh yeah it is Mary McAleese because it's that long ago on. <laughs> oh, look it's at this. a like, long no, time no kidney all heart oh, it's... Oh, and look he's turning it around here <laughs> to the fans behind him and not one of them is reacting look I, I have a great bit of tidbit information on this for the before the kickoff Um. This obviously Leinster won the the what you call it, the quarterfinal rates to lose. To lose yeah. they, they were drawn again as the home team, so that's the reason why it was played in Lansdowne Road that day. And uh, what you call it, Kidney uh, and Munster were first, or, or sorry, arrived to the stadium second. So Leinster were there already. Leinster had got into the home dressing room. And Kidney came in and said, no, even though they're drawn at home, it's a technically a neutral ground for a semi-final. So he he wanted to, f- uh, what you call it, a coin flip for who, who got the home dressing room. And he actually won the coin flip and forced Leinster out of the home dressing room into the away dressing room. Yes. <laughs> Just like pure shit housing. Oh, just pure shit housing, as if it made off. a difference. Like pure yeah. shit housing. What were your nerves like coming into this game? I remember I shitting was, it. I was shitting it because to me this was a this was a big game because Leinster hadn't really done anything in in Europe before this, and it was all Munster been to sort of what was it two two, two, two finals, finals and lost them two yeah. finals before this and lost both. And sort of Leinster came into into this as the uh, what you call it. I would say I would almost say there were slight favourites. They, they were at, at the time they were. There was a thought because you know they beat Toulouse so so in such a thrilling game. I suppose that they were rated the favourites. I think coming in because I think Munster at this stage were kind of like bridesmaids. That's what they were looked at. Well, like if you remember, like the the season, the build up to this game, like everyone remembers Halstead as being this absolutely outstanding centre and he, to be fair he was but for six months he did that 
Yeah. Six months before that, Gary Connolly was keeping him out of the team. Gary and Connolly was like was... about four, 42, probably about that time. Because here you would hear his knees popping when he was running. <laughs> Watch here now. Watch Anthony Foley walking out here. I'm looking at this now and I'm thinking, he is fucking steaming. You can see the fucking, he's nearly bawling, crying. Look at him. It's like, never like playing for this like that. Because if you're, if you're oh. Leinster looking at him, you're thinking, oh shit. He is when fucking Mun- pumped for this. You can see it here when, he, when he's kind of coming yeah. out here now. When Munster got emotional, that's when you feared them. When, yeah. when the emotion really got up and they could, they harnessed it properly. I remember being, as I said, I was in this terrace close to the Look east stand. Look at the hidden. Oh, he's like, I'm going to fucking bury someone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bury someone. I don't care who it is. I am going to annihilate them. You were in the stand, you were saying? Yeah, and I was, I remember it was like, there was this thing about, you know, had to get in early, had to get the spot, you know, had to make sure it was, it was in there. And it was in, and the atmosphere for the warm-ups was just unbelievable. An hour before kickoff, the place was jammed. Yeah, people singing the fields. The team kick, yeah, and stand up and fight and stuff, like half an hour, 40 minutes beforehand. It was like being in like full match mode in Thoman Park as the match is going on, just during the warm-ups. It was an immense, absolutely like, immense. I remember like it was, I was speaking to a friend of mine like on the day and he was just like, we, just, we can't lose to these. Like, we can't lose to these. Like the idea that, you know, after losing those two finals and then to do so well during the season, because, you know, there was the miracle match and there was, you know, the game against Sale, you know, not no, the game against Sale, you know, the, the Chabal game, you know, and there's all those games building up to this and like losing this game would have been a fucking killer. Like, we can't lose to them. That was the big thing. We just can't lose to these. And looking back at the Leinster team, now you're thinking, oh, the monster beat that team all day. But at the time, it, it felt much, much closer. Well, yeah, and we, we go through this. I think the game is a, is a lot closer than most people remember it as well. It is. Um, it's not a blow-up by any means. No, no. No, it's not the, the scoreline suggests overall. Um, and... Like there, there was a lot. Like I remember, as I say, there was, there was two big games. I remember the the game in the RDS for New Year's Day, like where Munster effectively got hockeyed. Yeah, beating out the the game. Contepomi was doing his hands to the ears type thing. Um, you know, as he scored his breakaway try at the Watch end. This here now. We're just looking at O'Garry's just about to kick off. Joel Jute is there. I love here. Look, he's got the ball to his face and he's saying to Paul O'Connell, "Who? <laughs> yeah, name your he's going, Look, he's going. Who?" I remember watching back Munster scoring a try very quickly from the kickoff but that didn't happen either there's Mandela effect stuff going on here now there's a great start but we've just kicked off there we've just kicked off Malachi misses it O'Callaghan takes it at at that stage I was thinking these lads are rattled because you'd expect Malachi to take that all day every day I, I think know there's like, a big, the, it's a big day, like, but there's a big difference in the crowd. You can see it. Like Munster were used to this, the Munster fans, and I think this was a big sort of start for this was the this was the game that kicked things off for Leinster, even though Leinster won't necessarily admit it. I agree. Um because even from their fans, they they didn't know how to sell the tickets. They were they were doing it through their clubs rather than supporters' clubs. All the Munster fans picked up the tickets. It was all red in the stadium. 
and like, like, this I, is the game I only saw very few Leinster players or Leinster fans that day like as in coming up to the stadium it was all Munster where I was yeah I was the same penalty like, awarded was, there uh, to Munster early 51 minute on the clock 101 102 103 um, and from this range look at the embroidered crests uh, you see him glinting don't have that anymore but you can see this here on the, on the restart O'Gara typical high bomb from him Mallow Kelly just not ready for it and O'Callaghan right in there Owen look at these rocks they're a thing of beauty aren't they <laughs> once they're conceded a penalty I think in a few minutes I think it's a stamp from Paul O'Connell you don't see stamping penalties anymore you just don't and I think the game is worse off for it. I think so. I, I think I think if they if they were allowed to bring proper rucking back, it would it would sort out the ruck speed time a lot it, better. It, it actually would, and I think it's actually I would prefer to get raked and stamped on, as long as it's not into my eyeball, okay? As opposed to getting absolutely nuked by some guy running in at fucking fifteen miles an hour, and he's twenty yeah. stone and fucking just bopping me while I'm there with my head into the ground like a fucking ostrich I would prefer getting stamped to be honest exactly. look at that all red in that stand here we go kick off now O'Connell takes it bang good solid carry and there's the give it to Raj look, look at that kick keep from moving, there. Keep, keep moving forward lads like the length it seemed like he had no right to get the length and the kicks that he did O'Gara and that's a really good example there as well. But you can see here, like, it's just how different the game looks. Like, even this is 2006, but it's uh, Sean Payne. Um, it's just how different the game looks. Like, you're committing, like, those numbers to the rock there. That looks like a kick exit now, do you know? And there's no pause. No, and you, you look how closely grouped the forwards are to, so that they can secure the ball. And well, there's, the like, there, there, there's the stamp. And, uh, I think there's a jute. I do not like to see this. <laughs> I think you can see it on the replay here. Paul O'Connell does give him a bit of a shooing. But he, your man had it coming. He was at it all day. You can see him coming in here now. Give him a bit of flavor on that one now. There now. Bang. There you go, kid. <laughs> That's welcome to the game. He misses touch. And then Champagne nukes it fucking 60 metres down the feet. Champagne was the Rolls Royce of fullbacks at the time. Oh, yeah. Thing is, you didn't really see the, you know, the Christian Cullen style stuff from him. But Christian Cullen was actually still in the Monster Squad at this point, I think. Um, he was he was on the bench for the quarterfinal against Yeah, Harpenau. but he was just injured consistently. Mm. But Champagne didn't give you the fireworks that Christian Cullen did. But he just never made mistakes. You just didn't oh, see was, a mistake from him. He was imperious under the high ball. With his inside switch. Another thing you don't really see anymore. Driscoll tries to carry forward. There's numbers in the rocks. My God. And a turnover by Munster. For 3 minutes 58, 59, 4 minutes on the clock. They carry again. And like again, you can just see it's all very like isolated. Where the ball is passed to a runner. And then the runner... You know, advances to the line and then, oh, Jesus, it's a big shot and stringer. And you've just got to support him then. So, like, there's no pod structure. It goes to 10, 10 fizzes it wide. That's obviously a knock on there from, from uh, David Wallace. 
He thinks it is as well, but ref is saying play on. Yo, no ends. No ends. No <laughs> I, I tackle there. <laughs> and seven players go off their feet at the rock. Yeah, we won't, we won't, we won't do kind of penalty count on this because, like, you could literally blow a penalty and maybe even a yellow card, like, every other few minutes <laughs> at the game at this stage. But like, Munster have have taken that ball three phases, and I'd say if it went four inches, one has been a fisticuffs here now. With oh, here we go. I remember Leamy when he's talking to the old youth here, right? He talks like a fella who's ordering in a foreign restaurant to the waiter. He's like, sorry, I did not hear. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> but, like, that was the energy that, that Munster brought to this game, really. Just the physicality of it, just the aggression was to the roof. And even there, like, five minutes in, like, I think Munster have had a decent start. Leinster have made a few errors. But, like, it's still close enough. Yeah, Mon Munster have all, all the territory, pretty much all the possession. 3-0 like, from one penalty but Leinster don't look massively uncomfortable defending but like at the time to be defending wasn't something that you wanted to do really at no all. it was all about the non this is a non-ball game oh absolutely at a time and I think it's kind of it's trending back towards that now but if you didn't have the ball like you know how teams now are happy to defend now like that's not wasn't really the case back then look at the scrum how quick is this scrum getting with itself yeah, there's no messing on this. Bang. And it's just charging. <laughs> now, at the time, Munster were considered, well, I, I remember it. Munster not having a great scrum. No, Relatively Munster, speaking. Were line, Munster were a line-out team and you'd try and survive in the scrum. Yeah, and it's just, it, it, it's just one of those things looking back at it now. It's like, Oh yeah, that like Munster for a while were like, oh my god, just get the ball out, whatever you have to do. Stringer through comes O'Kelly. He says the ball was out. Stringer says, well, it's still mine anyway. There's a fucking power structure here, kid. Oh. Yeah, everything is individual, but you, you you need about three or four trailing players behind you. Oh, hello. Um, but you look there like how there's like five or six fellas piling into the rock, like. Again, you just you don't see that today, unless it's five meters out. Like the like, there's lots of inefficiency, I suppose you could say. But again, look, it's only a pro game for how long? Ten years at this point. Well, here here's the start now. John Kelly has uh, gone down. Seven minutes gone. John Kelly gone down with a shoulder injury. This was the start of the um the curse of the thirteen jersey. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we think we're still to this day just about getting out from under it I think yeah that's it because there was there was three guys played 13 in this match oh yeah fuck yeah I didn't even remember that who, who finished in thir at 13 Tomas O'Leary Tomas, Tomas O'Leary <laughs> Rob Henderson had to come on I think uh, shortly uh, I remember him talking about it he said he, he wasn't really paying too much attention and he didn't get too much time to warm up so it was literally he said it was old school it was like you know stretch the quads pull the you know pull the boot up to the, to the arse stretch the quad spit on the hands and run on <laughs> I wonder if I'll spot myself here probably not I have hair and look very different so does Gervin Dempsey. Gervin Dempsey. That's there. Some high temples, my man. Yeah. And Paul, actually, Paul O'Connell has hair in this as well. So oh, he does. That's, which that's, is that's like, how long ago this is. Which is bizarre. Oh, Jesus. 
Yeah. Brian Blaney had an absolute shocker out yeah, of touch this day. Yeah, he's not, not enjoying the game so far. And Is that a monster fair, penalty? It's a monster yeah. penalty. I think, what you call it, Munster, Munster put an awful lot of pressure on his throw. They're constantly putting one and two pods up for this. See the guy, like, he looked, he was shitting his pants there earlier, like, and then when they had the camera in his face, he was just like, oh no, like, he'd rather be anywhere else except throwing a line out in, <laughs> at this point, in, in this game, at this moment. Yeah, oh, Raj goes down the corner. By Raj. 8 of right 7, 8 of 9, 8 10. Like, he, he could have had a shot of post there. Yeah, but they're looking to punish him. He's probably on his limit, but they feel they need to get something out of this now for the forward domination. Because again, I think Munster have had the better of the game. Leinster have been defending well, but like you can see here, like there's lots of the energy is there at this point. And you have the best line out thrower in Europe at the time, probably the world, Jerry Flannery. Look at that. Look at that spiral. Oh, that take. take. One handed take. That's an RG Snyman type yeah, take there. Unreal. And here comes the mall. Leinster actually overchased that away. I remember thinking that what a mistake that was. But now at this stage, like in 2006, like Munster are scoring from this mall. Here's or they're in, in to join it. Yeah. Is that over? It's over. Yeah, and there's a bit of stuff as well. Flannery into Robson's face in a little bit. Like Munster's mall at that point was if that penalty gets to the five meter line and Munster take the ball down, which they almost certainly will, that is not me there, by the way. That ball guy. <laughs> I had hair, I had frosted tips at this point in my life. <laughs> You can see here there's Leamy. That's stopping that guy from there. Try. And the ELVs came in after this season. Um, oh, no, no. In, after 2008. Yes. But, like, to, they basically took away the mall. You could see Munster there, like, how we just let that ball sit in there, like. Because I don't think use it was there at that point. No. No, if, if the mall collapsed, you, you, you got the scrum going forward. If, if, if the mall was going forward, you got possession. You got, you got the scrum back, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a different game. Like, even stuff like the kicking you'll see here now in a minute from O'Gara. Like, you just can't kick the ball that way anymore. It's like the game is so different. This was a, sp this was a different Heineken Cup ball. This wasn't the Gilbert. Sure, it wasn't. This was the... This is, it was, I think this is an Adidas ball. Was this the Adidas ball, was it? I, th I think it is. It looks like an Adidas ball because it's got, the, it's got the, the block, like the, the tip on the end. What a kick oh, it's lovely curling. That's 10 nil. Munster with 10 minutes and 21, 22, 23 seconds gone on the clock. You can see her just bringing this down. What a take by O'Connell that is. Not the tidiest small build going, but you can see Leinster, they overchase the edge here. Look, fly, a whole bunch of them fly off. And at that point, Munster can just fire away through. Look at that hair on that man's head. I thought fucking red-haired fellas weren't supposed to go bald. That was like the fucking whole like compensatory part of it look at this that is some carry oh. there Leinster at this point now you're thinking oh they are rocked at this stage ball out Halstead to be rare enough you'd see like two or three passes in a row from that from that position there oh great kick by Stringer oh and the, the pressure is on oh jeez it's a big hit is that Freddie Pucciarello Oh, it was hard to. You can just see here again. Look, Leinster now are just finding it very difficult to get out of their own half, and that's a fairly ugly-looking kick from Dennis Hickey. 
Remember the ugly fucking like replica jerseys that they had him wear? Oh, for the weapon, for the yeah, they were just that like, was, oh. oh, they were just the horrible knockoff ones. Like you, like you wouldn't even buy him outside the stadium because they did at least try to look real. I These are just. I have like, a memory of him, like he was kicking, you know, strange end bits of like pipe and things like this, <laughs> and sewage pipes and things like this, random things. From see that girl? See, see that woman there with him? She yeah. was my physio down in West Cork for a bit. <laughs> After I dislocated random, my, random my, my my shoulder, there, yeah, there she is. Like he is already it's, like running repairs already starting there yeah this oh that's, he's uh, off he's gone john kelly's gone so that's so, that's and thing Henderson is, on. and the thing is like at this stage like barry murphy had already been injured this year so like he was injured yeah, he, for this game as well and then that was the yeah, start he broke of his, his leg in uh, raven hill on new year's day no yes. it wasn't new year's day no, it was but, the christmas period yeah morning. rob henderson by look at him he's looking like a fella he's kind of going wait what I'm, I'm, I'm coming on. <laughs> this, like, this wasn't supposed to happen. That again. Like, that's a good contest by, by Leinster. That's a drop goal. Drop goal attempt. Yeah. Went horribly wrong. But. Yeah, but like, you look at that, that, that throwing from Flannery. Like, best in the world at the time for me. Like, from what, a hooker perspective and throwing. What I loved about him was that he could he could vary this the sort of the arc and the trajectory on it so well. If it needed to be flat and fast, he could do it. Lovely little lobs at varying trajectories at well, depending on where where the pod was sitting. And once you had someone like John Hayes, who was just an absolute master, even at a one man lift, firing guys up and like is in doesn't matter. Like he'll just put a fellow up there, and like he was just so outstandingly good at that area of the game. Look, see there again, you just can't get near him. Love the way oh, Garrett took that to the line. Like you see, you see Raj attacking that ball onto the line, takes it, passes it before he makes contact, and then you're just putting Henderson into it. Oh, Henderson got turned over there. Lenser got turnover ball, maybe. But like you look at oh, um, this, yeah. this is this is the bit. Watch, watch it. Oh. Look at O'Connell chase him, and now Champer, oh. Champers gets him just on the, on oh, the touch yeah. line. Just out. That was a try. <laughs> if that goes in the other end, that's seven points. It's ten seven. After what, 13, huge, 13 minutes, huge momentum builder. But look at O'Connell makes him take that arc. So like O'Connell's hustle there allows pain to come over and go right. I, 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 slap I, the I, hand. I yeah. got a chance he to put you out, here. out from deep in his own left hand corner. Pain with the important touch. To see it. It's great. Just that that delivery off the top. The thing is, O'Gara, he was oh that's a lovely little pass there. But you can see he was always a, a much better runner of the ball than he was given credit for. Yeah, he just didn't have the physicality to take it into contact, really. I no, think. that's not something that you wanted to see him crashing the ball up. You think I'm I'm after falling into a multiverse here? Crash ball, O'Gara. <laughs> We're on the 14 minutes on the clock here now. It's the Leinster nil, Monster ten. But you can just see like the, the way that the, the game was like that. There wasn't pods so much as look the forwards. They line up as individuals. They have to ride out the tackle, and then the other forward comes in and cleans. But that's a penalty there. For Leinster, but you can see why pod structures became so popular in the, you know, the following ten years, and I think even to this day, because it builds in the rock support that wasn't there. Right there. Contepomi is going, and it's for Hickey Ooh. again. What did he do that? For? And there was no one in the backfield for Munster. Oh Jesus! Well done, Hoggy. <laughs> he rides that tackle. Rode that out. Ooh. Oh, what a dummy from Raj. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He's playing Fiji in seven stars here. <laughs> Is that Felipe Cantafomi there? 
That's the kick then from Stringer to get rid of it. Good idea there from 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 Leinster. I suppose looking at the modern game, you're thinking just put that down the line, and that's yeah. the way they would do it now. But like kicking down into the empty space off a penalty, fuck it. He'd be raging give now. Away possession. Like, wow. Like, yeah. Oh, get that out is here. dummy. Get out of here. Wang. Sidesteps Blaney. Imagine Blaney is a fellow who got sidestepped by Ronan O'Gara. Runner like Contepony. Dances out of problems. But everything you wanted to see there. The Lodge at this point. He hasn't got the red cheeks. So everything is going well for the time being. I must say, the jerseys to me are just quality. Class. On both sides. Both Class. quality jerseys. Yeah. I think that red and that very, very, very dark navy is... Ooh, there's Michael Cheka. Just a, a minor a minor meltdown for Cheka there. The one thing is, I think this is the game that Cheka learned and set up Leinster for the next decade plus. Oh, that's, I'd say coming up this, on this, to 15 plus years. Of, like, this is the playbook. This is how you have to do it. You cannot go into this with a, a set of forwards that can't dominate and win you a game. This is the last time. David Knox was the coach of, or the backs coach for Leinster at this point. And he was the guy who had them playing what they, what is termed Leinstertainment rugby with the back line. But Cheka realised he can fuck off with that. Because yeah. <laughs> unless you have eight bruisers up front, you're not doing anything. And like, and that's still true today with Leinster. Like, yeah, the game they play. Look at that; they're out in the full. Can't the rattle there early? Like again, he's kind of snatching at that moment because you can Leinster just like 15 minutes, 39, 15 minutes, 40, 41, 42. Like they badly need something at this stage in the game now because you can just see they haven't had much of the ball in Munster's half, and they're just kind of snatched at that to try and pull something out of out of somewhere. Not a great throw. That sort of kick from O'Gara, he was so good at that, kicking on the run. And that's a beaut yeah. of a kick there. When you look at Contepomi, that moment, and you look at O'Gara there, though, he's able to just drive that up the field. If there was 50-22 around when O'Gara was playing, I don't know if Munster would ever would have oh. lost the Heineken Cup. Well, particularly in Thoman Park. Yeah, look at this. Like... <laughs> Like just the the like his understanding of angles, is his ability to kick on the run. Like as in he was just like I know. Look, obviously we're going to be biased, but like I just think he's up there in conversation with the best ever. For me, he has to be in that conversation. Laney throws a Callahan nearly across there. Oh, and that is over. I think so. I think like like there, there's serious flaws in his game. But oh, of the course. Strength that he has. Yeah. The strength yeah. that he has in in other parts, like are phenomenal. Oh, unbelievable! Like. I don't know. I just think that, like, for a fella to take at this stage, like, like, because you were around for fucking Irish rugby in the nineties, like, to say in nineteen ninety nine that fucking seven years later that there'd be a game like this. Look at there's O'Gara again, just driving. I know they, I know they take that on the run, but just he's got that ability to, to find that space. And look, even here, like, we're happy enough to to, to defend him here. Not even though fucking Rob Henderson's looking a bit shook there, not to be honest. <laughs> Well, like the the thing about this, this is the game that almost set Irish rugby up, and oh, certainly yeah. at club level, because like there was nothing in the media on the radio happening before this. Like the whole week or week and a half leading into this was just all rugby. It, it was, was all monster. Unbelievable! Just the build up, the pressure, the nerves. Like I remember being in, like just in work. I was working in construction at the time. And just like it was all the lads on the sites were talking about, like 
It's all the it, it, was, it was almost like the build up to an All Ireland final or something like that. Oh yeah, and like to, and like to, to even I I remember someone saying like it was the first time that Lekeep had sent over a reporter to Ireland to cover really a game where there was no French team involved. Wow. And like you just see here now, Glenster, like he's looking nervous on the line there, isn't he? He is. That hairstyle does nothing for him either. To be no, fair. I, I had a similar hairstyle though, to be fair, so I can't complain. <laughs> it was of its time. <laughs> you can see how scrappy everything is for Leinster to line out as well. There's that little switch they love. Inside. Yeah. Like, this, like the, the inside switch offload, Leinster love that at this stage. Because again, you look at their midfield and some of the backs they had. Look at that there. Big physicality. Lie on the ball as much as you can. John Hayes there. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, right, he's penalized for it. Yeah. yeah. Very kickable. Meanwhile, there's an injured player on the floor, just outside the. Like you look here, like 18 minutes, 54, 55, 56. Just again, I think that Munster would take a three-pointer here. You concede the three in this instance. Yeah. Re reset. Let him take the three. The kick could go. Like, they, had, they had to work so hard to get this far. You're thinking, Grant, we'll take the restart. We'll boot it a bit down. But I think Contepomi, doesn't he miss this? I think he does shank it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah I think he does. And then I remember thinking at the time, now he's definitely rattled. Oh. Like, like, when, just when Felipe like, was there, because like there was the Felipe had a running battle with Monster and the Monster fans this season because mm -hmm. it started down in Cork in early was it September October time? yeah in Musgrave I, I was there for that he, one yeah I was actually at that game as well and they were where he was talking that the Monster fans were booing him yeah oh he's no he scores oh. that one he scores I remember he misses a big one yeah um. He scored that. Well, they found someone in a blue jersey. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he's working yeah, for them. seems happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, that game in, in Musgrave, he, he was claimed that the, the Munster fans disrespected him or something because they were booing a ref's decision while he was uh, lining up his kick. Yeah. And that's why he gave the, the whole sort of uh, full thing at uh, in the RDS on New Year's Day. Yeah. Because like there was a lot of, I mean, there was a bit of heat anyway. Because it's obviously it's a it's a you know big Irish star. People used to call it the old classical. I remember at the time, which yeah. was fairly cringe. But ooh, great stuff there. Running it inside. Ooh, ooh hello, Darcy. Hello, Darcy. You're not on Twitter now after a few gins, my man. Hey, step back from that there. Try, I don't, I don't remember Pucciarello. that. I don't remember that either. And Pucciarello was not a guy I'd be getting into a little scrap with. No, looks like the fella like that. You wouldn't be surprised if he had a few fucking bodies buried in the ranch back in Argentina. Like, yeah. wouldn't be shocked. He's, he's built like that 1980s uh, Mighty Mouse character. Who's <laughs> just this enormous <laughs> chest and tiny waist. Oh, beautiful take. take. Taken, taken out in the air. That has to be a penalty. That's a penalty, sure. It is. But like, you look at the, like, just, even just Flannery. The way he throws that in, the fucking flex on his back as he's putting that in. Clear as day penalty. Yeah. yeah. The, the Australian, but he was an Australian, wasn't he? Australian he, was, no, he, he was Australian. Did, actually, do you know he slip is paying this game? O'Connell, he started this game six foot five. At the moment, oh, he's about eight. What, he's starting. Yeah. He's starting. I haven't seen him yet so far in this. But like, that kind of shows how long he was about as well. 
Yeah, because Victor Costello, I think, was the number eight the season before when Kidney was yes. in charge at Leinster. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Heaslip came in. And wasn't there a bit of fuss then over Heaslip not making the, the World Cup for 2007, in wasn't seven. it? That's it, yes. That's There's the one. Ogara. There's Raj. He's not missing that. Another three 13. points there from Munster. It's 22.09, 10, 11. 12. What's, I can't even see that clock. It's so low resolution. That's the thing with these games. <laughs> it's hard to tell the score. It's hard to tell the score there. 21, 22, 23, 24. So 22 minutes and 25, 26, 27. And Contepomi kicking off again at the restart. And he oh, has shanked that. And yeah. He's done a Harry Byrne from the fucking semi <laughs> And at this point, they didn't have a Sexton to come in and take over from Yeah, him. they're just like, no, no, take him off now. The thing is, like, Johnny Sexton is in the squad at this point. He's a, he's he? a nobody, though. Yeah, he's a nobody. But, like, imagine, you know, like, he's, he's there or thereabouts at the stage, like, and, like, just generational talent, and he's just not being used. Or is, is he in the squad at this point, 2006? Maybe I'll not. have to check, but he's, he's, close, he's close enough to it. Um, who was... Again, I'm, I'm trying to think. The season he's, he's, before they had... Yeah, he's not on the bench, but like he's in... I'm wondering, is he in the oh, system at this stage? He might be in the system. Well, he's probably playing for Mary's. Oh, lovely kick again there by Ogara. Just oh, look at that. Just, that's a, that's oh, the so that good perfect. at that. Undefendable. When he gets that space, he's just able to kick it on the run so well. They're like, my God. Exactly what you want when you're 10 points up. Just speaking about outhouse, when we, when we watch that beautiful replay, that beautiful kick with this, the, the roll on it, end over end. Um, Contopomi was with Leinster the previous season, but couldn't play Heineken Cup rugby because the administrators missed out the deadline to get him registered. What? Yeah, he ended up playing AIL for Carlo while... while <laughs> This is nowhere in the line. Come back and read through it. He ended up playing AIL for Carlo because um, the administrators in Leinster Rugby messed up his registration for the Heineken Cup. My God. The beauty uh, of fucking they, amateurs at that stage who are still think, involved. Yeah, I'm trying to think who the... I'm trying to think of the timing. My mind is going a bit, but it was like... Was it David Holwell? The Kiwi out half they had for a while. Yes, under ki- yeah. under kidney, I think previous season. So like this is this is sort of Contepomi's first Ooh, season at fucking big scrum there from Munster. There's he slip off the back of the scrum coming away from his position of number eight. Yeah, he exists. the stage. If that goes out now, then the ball stays where it is. That wouldn't happen now. Here's Sean Payne. Oh, bang. Rides off that he slipped not not signed out here. No, he slipped. Oh, Axel Kelly, the man who's gone off. Initially moving. You can just see, like, because you couldn't poach in the same way, there wasn't that much of a need for pods. That makes sense. That's a monster ball. So, like, because you because I think the the the, the poach as it was wasn't in the game at this stage. So no, you, had, you almost had to drive over in 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 a group yeah. to get the ball. So there was no way. So at the, at that point, you didn't need pods. So I think the pod system came up as a result of, as a, and as a reaction to the poach starting to come into the game because you needed to have your breakdown guys there quicker. Whereas you could see there, there was a little bit of a you know a fudgy few seconds where you had, ooh, there's a rarity, an overthrow. Oy. 
Flannery. It's a fine pickup from Hogan. But you can just see there like that there's no real need for pods because you've got that time on the ground where you you, you just don't have that now. Flannery trying to get back to make the tackle on Heasley. And everything's very individualistic. You can just see like he's in. I'm gonna pass that to him, he'll run, or he'll like he'll pass here. And at that stage, like that looks familiar. Where you'd kick into space there in the modern game too, but ooh, the yellow card there for Dennis Hickey in 2023. Another great kick there by Sean Payne. There's Bod. He's been quite enough in this game so far. But that's what he can do. Ooh, that's a hell of a run. But O'Driscoll has his thoughts on jinking his way. That's a big fear coming into this game too, because like you look at how well it's a penalty there. You look at how well Leinster played in Toulouse, and you look at like O'Driscoll and Darcy. Like O'Driscoll was like considered the best back in Europe at the time, or like they were close enough to it. Um, and like that was the worry that they'd cut us open there like that. Um, That's it. If they, if they got enough possession, or they got the right possession, like this was the cut it off. This was like the, I suppose the way that they break down the game now is like, you just have so much structure now in the game and there's so little, relatively speaking, structure in this game that like, it's kind of, it's almost hard, like it's, it's, diff it's like, it's difficult to look at it in the same context that we used to, that we're used to looking at rugby in because it's so different. It's, it's almost looking at like, it's almost looking at like a different version of rugby. It's almost like league versus union type thing yeah. in, in the way it has evolved and sort of different. This is a big decision here now because um, Leinster had a penalty close to the Munster 10 metre line and Felipe Contopomi is about to be called back for fighting with Dennis Leamy and give the penalty away. This is, this is beautiful. Leamy was on the ground grappling with him and guess, somehow gets the penalty out of this. It's, it's like, wasn't there like a running battle between Leamy and Contopomi for a while? Like over oh, the course even, of a season or two? Oh, a couple of seasons. Even in the press, like they were snapping at each other at, at sort of press conferences. There'd be quotes given out and things like that. And there was... um. I was trying to box him. I was trying to box him. You see? He was holding on to me. He was holding on to me, Brian. Like, you can see the head starting to go here, though. Doesn't care less about the mistake made by the official. For three. Oh, there's Jim Williams coming on. Big nice Jim. water boy. That's the, that's the web Ellis. That didn't add that spot. Oh, here we go. Oh, here, here's the scrap, look. He's got to uh, oh, put that brain back in the uh, fridge hasn't he uh, look when you, when you, yeah, see, the, when you see, see the AR coming on for that like you know that's only going to go one way excitable temperament that yeah. makes him such a brilliant player when he's going but well you see here with O'Gara like at this stage in his career he never looked like missing for 6.13 it's 1 for 3.16 27 minutes in 50 51 52 53 here we go well, Again, just that's just what he does. Like, and that was a huge part of the final as well that would come, you know, in a yeah. few weeks after. His goal kicking was just outstanding. But you can just see here again, look, right down the middle, over the black dot. Best, and I think he was the best in the game at this point when it came to his goal kicking. Close enough with Johnny Wilkinson, but um, again, look, we can see Contapomi. There's the kind of the worry here that the head's gone. If they go on to win this trophy, Mercurial talent. That's the thing with the Mercurial talents. You're, you're only going to guess. Look at that again from O'Gara. That spiral. Kick. Yeah. 
You forget the fucking length he got in these. Need to have to take those, but Hickey with all his experience. Good kick by Hickey and a good take, but my monster have here can take him a touch. No. And that is the Munster 22. We haven't seen too and much. There's a one-off carry coming in and Munster make the stop. And you can kind of, you can, there's a bit of rolling away. You can get there, but he's offside. He's offside. Now, through Leinster here, this is one you have to kick. He's been too agitated. He needs to kick the three points. It's Shane Horgan, Shane, stop berating the referee. You give a very bad example to any young players of some St. Mary's that might be watching. And the crowd booing. Reggie Corrigan is there. Um, <laughs> but what you call it? This is, this is before Reggie Corrigan obviously uh, moved on to uh, punditry, where oh, he got so. his one, one, one chance at Sky. Do you remember that? <laughs> he got he got one chance at Sky in against for Munster against Claremont in Pullman Park when it was been rebuilt, and Munster ran in something like seven tries. Brian Carney scored. Um, so there you go. Yeah, there you go. Like, that's how much of a dominant they were. And they won. I can't even remember what the score was. Like, 40-something, 10. And bro, and Reggie gave the man of the match to Marius Schubert, the, uh, um, the uh, centre. Fuck's sake. And oh, never look, this, worked. That's the one that Contepomi missed. That's the one he shanked, yeah. He shanked the fuck out of that one. He never worked for Sky again. He, ne- he never got a gig back for Sky afterwards. Oh, fuck's sake. Look at this from Contepomi. Oh, head, that's a real snatch at it. Head gone. Uh, like you, you or I would have kicked it like that. That's that reminds me of sort of you know Rory McIlroy in a, in a meltdown at the Masters type thing. <laughs> Looks here now with with, with uh, Stringer. Is it is this, is this a Stringer? You can just put it straight back into Agara, and you can just fucking nuke it downfield, and we get the territory. That's it. And the thing is, at the time, like because Monsters' defensive lineup was so good. Like that just worked every time. Just move where the game is played, and like you, it's it's so low risk. The pony has received in Ireland. Like scrum halves didn't really kick at all prior to this, prior to the ELV, which came in in, in uh, three years time, but will come in. That yeah. sets the twenty-two as like a brick wall, and you can't pass the ball back in and then kick the ball out on the full. Whereas you could at this point. Oh, no. He's doing just. If you look at Munster's defensive line out here. You'll always have oh, Flannery. Jesus, look at your oh, man. that was bad. <laughs> That was bad. You'll always have Flannery standing at the at the tail of it because he was so he was so good there at covering the ground. And they generally put Wallace into the ten channel there from Munster, and they were warned. And he would like, especially defensively, like as in he would he would soak up any shot that was meant for Ogara usually. Yeah, split second. It's a there was a fine dig there at the breakdown from uh, was it Cameron Jowett? Cam Jowett, yeah. Channel and they're stopping legs. Like the look of a backpacker, to be fair. Yeah, he he only came to Dublin. Um, what you got? As I say, backpacking and play, was playing AIL and got picked up by Leinster. Was it Wanderers or someone? I think he was playing for at the time. Oh, Jesus! Jesus. He fucking dug into him there. Fair play to him though. He kept moving. That's a penalty again. Oh, he retakes it quickly. My brother, what are you doing? The thing is, the thing is. Oh, Jesus! That was a hit and a half. <laughs> I don't even know who that was, but if they're still if they're still alive, <laughs> East to be again. As if now, Leinster. Yes, I think Munster defensively were probably more comfortable defending the ball than a lot of teams at this stage. Oh, Leamy with the oh. fucking front downfield by front down. Oh, hang on, it's going back, back for something. something. Or forward pass, pass I think it was. Yeah, yeah. But like Munster were were fairly comfortable defending. 
Oh, here. Uh, I don't know about that. Look a bit harsh, but... I don't know about that. Touch, touch those clothes in a better angle than we were for that. And, and, and you know, just 23 years later, or however long it is. It's, it's, yeah, I know, I know the score. It's all right. I'm not going to worry about that. There's John Hayes down. But is he injured? No. John Hayes is never injured. He's just down there recuperating, just taking in some sun from the grass. Play the pace against Toulouse, but there was control at the moment. He just looks furious non-stop, does Michael Cheka. Yeah, I don't think that changed for about the next 10, 15 years. I think even now, just looks furious non-stop. It was, it was the time they had to get the Carpenters in it was one of the stadiums in Australia, wasn't it? When he was the, the, the Aussie coach to repair all the damage he'd done. He punched like checker. holes. He punched holes in the wall and stuff. Another one of the monster players. Who's been through How much would John Hayes be getting paid in the modern day? Oh, the fitness. Because like he he was so good around the pitch. Never he's, injured. He's never injured. Never injured. Scrum not a big deal anymore. Yeah, line out ability. Complete oh. eighty minutes all day every day for you. Never hurt. Big, big enough ball carrier when need be from close range. That's all you need him to be. One every rocky fucking hit. <laughs> He'd be tied for a long level money. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's a good pass from O'Driscoll. Oh, it's not. Just, uh, just over the top. It's another signal, isn't it? When O'Driscoll starts I think felt here that Leinster had to push. They had to push for something here because like being 16-3 down, that's a big lead like, at this, like in the game at this stage. Like, but I think the other thing is that they couldn't rely. It was obvious that they tried to sort of to chip away at that lead and give Contepomi the kicks and they couldn't rely on him. So now they have no other option but to go for it. Yeah. And like, you remember, actually, you were saying there earlier, that's another great line out take there again. Just that's so smooth, you know, bang, that's a big hit up. But you look at how, um, like when they got Leo Cullen and Shane Jennings back into the team, I think it was the season after, you could mm. start to see, well, look, they get it now where they need to fucking shape up. Because like physically here, like, I mean, again, everything's kind of heading. It only starts to look good once it starts heading out the second pass. Just a great shot oh, by Wally. All friendships, national friendships, put to one side today. Again, like that's again, it's pushing it down by Contepomi. Not a bad idea. I mean, it kicked into space there, but you just look how, I don't know, like how frantic Leinster look, even at this stage, like 34 minutes in. I know I keep comparing it to the modern game, but like, again, it just seems that this is where they could do with a bit of structure. And they don't really have it because I don't think Ooh, that, that structure exists. Ooh, is that champagne mopping up? Of course yeah. it is. David Wallace cleaning oh, up again. Oh. Axel, what a break. And like the space will always be there because people cluster around the breakdown. Oh, Anderson. Oh, is, is that lovely from Flannery as well? Jesus, some pace on him. That was one of his big points of difference at the time as well. That he was so dynamic. I mean, when you consider like, ask yourself this, would Frankie Sheehan have made that break? <laughs> that was it, like. Oh, very, very good stuff here. Again, like you look at the kind of the, the tight offloading, I think Monster looked to try and bring that in in the aftermath of, I'm not sure what game that we lost. That's it. Holding on penalty there. Ooh, hello. Uh, Stringer took a bit of a dive there, I think. But 
I remember reading one of Ronald McGarver's autobiography where he was saying that like three points wasn't going to be enough anymore. Do you know that we needed to start bringing in a different element to our game? So you saw bits of the offload, and I thought, look at those fucking flashy graphics, boy. Oh, it looks like something I've drawn on my phone with my finger. <laughs> yeah, it looks like shit I'm still doing to this day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, it just dates me fucking hell. But you can see those offloads there, like that monster we're talking of bringing in stuff like that. I think it was in the aftermath of 2003. The, I think it was the Leinster, the, the, the Leicester final. Leicester game, yeah. Um, that they were kind of thinking, well, look, three points, just kicking off the, you know, kicking for threes and you want to do it. So we need to add little bits and pieces to our game. I think Munster ended up blowing away, was it Leicester in a quarterfinal sometime afterwards? I think it was. Oh, well scoring, road, was it? Yeah, scoring unbelievable, uh, unbelievable tries in that game. Was that the one, was that the one where um, Donico Callahan ran one in from halfway or something? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. No, or, or, or like, and Quinlan was was involved in some like he had some awful right to death. But being, you know, he was in peak finger glove. Alan Quinlan. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Scrum cap and fingerless gloves. Yeah. Look at your look at your man's line out here. Look. He's looking like. Oh man, that's such a fucking old school way of throwing the ball in as well. Even the stance. Yeah. Because again, like, like you, they, see, you don't see fellas doing that anymore because it gives you an unreliable body shape when you're throwing it in because you need to have the same shape every time. Ooh, break by Leinster. Hickey. Hickey. Good kick. Good play infield with that kick. Dowling scurries across, across the corner. by. Ooh, that rugby, the rugby league spin by. <laughs> he was lethal for that. And look at Oh, that's Sean Payne. Like, you look at Munster's system. Like, they had two guys there in Sean Payne and Ronan O'Gara that could just fucking nuke the ball any time that they wanted 37 minutes on the clock 43 45 47 48 ooh hello little through the legs of Jobby there don't remember that make 50 metres and as we've seen Hogan bounce off the tackle of Hickey by Dowling just really good work really I mean when that ball comes back to, to Sean Payne like look, look, look at the distance he got in that yeah, normally you're you're so used to seeing the sort of the the hooker with the two feet level, you know, together. It's not one behind each other. Oh, true crooked. Yeah, because it just gives you an unpredictable shape. Because like when you have one foot in front of the other, it kind of naturally takes you towards the yeah. side that your leading foot's on, or the side opposite. So it's like you're always going to throw it that way. Whereas if you're flat and look, there's a what is a penalty for that? Must have been a line out infringement. So like you look at here with the clock coming up, the end of the first half here almost. Um, about as good as you can get from Monster perspective, but it just looks so um controlled by Monster really, where they never really look like they're kind of get the, the grip has fallen out of the game at any point. Yeah, Monster are completely in control. But yeah, they're only what sixteen three up. E- even at this point, you feel the game is still somewhat in the balance. If Leinster can get a sliver of possession to get their backs working, because you're thinking all they need is one try, and then all they need is one turnover, and they're right back in the game. O'Gara, he misses this, does he? Ooh, just drifts just off. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, just drifts off. But even then, you're thinking sixteen three. <sighs> I was still thinking two tries. But at the same time, looking at Leinster and looking at Contepome, because I was always looking at the 10 at this point. What's the 10 showing you? 
And it's like, he's showing me that he's rattled as fuck early on. Even there now, that's a bit of a mistake. Oh, nice pass. The thing is, O'Gara had that off both sides too. Yeah. And there's an off is there an offside penalty? Four pass, is it? Oh, Half time. No, it's ha yeah. no, no, I think he gave oh, no, a four pass. Four pass. Yeah, give him a four but it's a quick call and they're using the halfway yeah, line. Like, so how quick these scrums for him. Yeah, my God. Elbows everywhere. <laughs> Again, like you rarely see scrum penalties. And he's going to reset that now. Which is again, rare enough. <laughs> at this, uh, in, in this day and age. But again, the big point of difference for, for Munster was is like our, how good our front row was at um, around the field. Like yeah. all three of those guys. Like Pucciarelli was probably the biggest scrum first guy there, really, when you look at it. Yeah, and he was brought in because he, he could cover both sides. For yeah, he was because there was only 22-man squads at that point. So like you needed a prop on the bench you could cover both. And that's where O'Driscoll is always so dangerous. For Ireland and for Leinster, just he was just cut you open there. But you can look physically there, Munster matching them, and they're they're finding it so difficult to advance. And you're looking for a big play there like that, but you're not getting the same return from the kick. So the only thing like, that I've just I've just realised looking at the at the the coverage, it went 41-26 that it wouldn't stop at 40 and then it's the last play of the game it's trying to adjust <laughs> to that so that is half time um, and we'll be back for the second half of this game uh, later in the week, so thank you very much for joining us on this first half of this along with Tom and Owen uh, and we will talk to you again very very soon <laughs>